0: Oh my goodness, I am unacceptably, disgracefully, ridiculously excited. Oh, oh, I've been counting down the days till I get to see more discovery. And we're here. It's been a rough, rough, bumpy, bumpy road. But we're here after the clangour we had, expecting to be back 10 days ago, but better late than never. Let's get into it. This is Discovery Discussion. I am ecstatic to be back for my second season. (laughs) I'm Kudzai, a lover of sci-fi, especially Star Trek. I get a real kick out of discussing Discovery, but I don't want to spoil the journey all over my Facebook timeline for later watchers, and loads of us this year are pushed to watch later than we would like. For obvious reasons... As we evolve our way of life, there are varying levels of comfort in convention attendance, so I'll continue to use this as a substitute convention bar in order to indulge in some frank, honest, sometimes a bit off-the-cuff discovery discussion. There are three things that stood out for me or that stayed with me after watching The opening for season four and my overall opinion before I get into those three things are very much in line with what I've been reading online on social media, Facebook, etc. In that, hmm, how do I say so? I've read a lot of commentary saying what a great opening to the season. And I agree. I can see why that's been said. It was a very it was a very impactful way to open season four of Discovery. I rate the episode 8 out of 10. No deep reasoning behind that. 7 feels too low. Definitely not a 10. 9 feels a little high. One thing I'm super curious about is how are we all watching Discovery Season 4? I'm not here to judge. Let me know, whatever means you're doing so. I, even though in the UK it's on Pluto TV for free, I do not like having to feel the pressure as we did back in the old days of having to sit down and watch it a particular time I know it's repeated on Friday at nine Saturday at nine Sunday at nine in the UK on Pluto TV but I'm afraid all those three slots just don't work for me they just don't at all so I have opted to purchase the episodes on Amazon Prime and then as an extra bonus watch it in VR The tip I have for you, if you'd like to do the same, if you have an Oculus Quest 2 headset, is to make sure you're biting the bullet and purchase the high-definition quality. Otherwise, in the Prime VR app on your Oculus, you'll have to alter the size of the screen to be smaller when you're in the watching area in the Prime Video app because the largest size screen, which is the best, becomes a bit distorted in its image if you don't buy the HD version. I've learned that the hard way. So, that's it. Without further ado, I'll get into my three points that I particularly liked and took away from the episode. I really loved the conversation between Sukal and Saru. I really thought the conversation was deep and very relevant at this time. The absolute nature of choice, and combining that, or putting that toe to toe with the idea of enjoying the best of two worlds, or many choices that you may make, and I loved the way um, Saru and Sukau were interacting together, and how much Sukau has grown in the time, how he's now got such respect for Saru as well, and that conversation, that interaction was absolutely beautiful, and the the line I loved Sukau say was, "I'm safe, I'm loved." I'm happy that was just so lovely. As beautiful as that interaction was the main the big main point I did take from the whole episode which I enjoyed more than anything was the dynamic between Captain Burnham and the Federation president I found that absolutely fascinating the moment where Michael and the president where Michael was receiving some feedback From the Federation president and not really taking it on at all. I found that conversation very, very absorbing for many reasons. I was not overly impressed by Michael's demeanour in response to the feedback from the Federation president, even though I know they have a, Michael has a bit of a thing with respect to her, doubting her genuine nature and doubting her intentions in many cases. But I do believe feedback's a gift and you have to take on the impression you're leading that you're giving someone even if you find it abhorrent to accept it I just wish Michael had been more taken that with a bit more grace and maturity as opposed to just (laughs) really strongly disagreeing with everything that the president was saying I also wanted that conversation to last a bit longer I was enjoying that scene I'm very curious as the season matures to see if there's any growth on Michael's part, if her leadership style and her understanding of what it means to be a leader in Starfleet, how that evolves and if she grows and if anything will go dramatically or horrendously wrong under her current style. As the president warned that that could happen in that, yes, everyone was, well, not everybody, most were saved on this occasion but be, but it could have been a hell of a lot worse because of some of the decisions that Michael was making. And I wonder if something in later episodes is going to go horrendously wrong to realise, to make Michael realise that a lot of the time you do have to make those awful decisions as a leader that are about the balance And it's never going to be perfect, but you have to accept the consequences of your command decisions. And I really, really am looking forward. And I hope that there is some arc that tackles that conflict with Michael as the season progresses. I also, those who know me well, would know I love Cardassians. And so I would automatically be a bit biased to really love the president's look and character with her obvious Cardassian roots. I'm looking forward and I hope there, is, there are more to- toe-to-toe moments between Michael and the Federation President. I, I really liked that opening there, really loved it. The last point and the third thing that really stuck with me after watching the first episode was something I really, really didn't like. And that's what happened to Books Planet, Quajon. Seeing such a beautiful world and all those wonderful creatures subject to such fate, what the fuck? My heart honestly bled and is still bleeding for all of them. I am in some sense happy that now episode two is ready and waiting for me to find out what happens or what's going to happen, what happened and what is going to happen, but (laughs) I, I really... I I did not like that outcome one bit. I am now extremely grateful that Star Trek Discovery Season 4 is available via other means than Paramount+. And I have been extremely critical in years past on those people who choose to pirate. But I have to say, with how things were going... I would completely understand now, I'd completely understand that there are many fans in several countries who still have to jump through hoops of fire to be able to watch season four of Discovery and I don't advocate and I won't really promote but I understand, I completely understand if that's how you're watching and I will not judge. I will be back after I've watched episode two. I'll likely be operating one week behind, but I'll try to catch up. No promises though.